Hello, you gorgeous divine being, and welcome to the Divine Spirit Within podcast. I am your host, Meredith Ann. You have found yourself here by no accident because you're on a very, very deep journey within to connect to your source, your divinity, to learn your way of receiving the purity of love, the purity of money, the purity of your divine truth, your way of navigating your life, living your life in complete alignment with your source, your truth, your purpose for being here. Let's dive in. Let's talk about prison of the mind. Probably in a way perhaps maybe you haven't heard or experienced or seen even based on where you are on your journey and what lens you are looking through and how that lens is connected. And the chat of the prison of the mind is coming through me so now, very powerfully now. And I've used the concept of real and raw before because that was a concept that just even months ago, I felt like needed sort of a censoring clause, shall we say, as introduction to my episodes, because I felt like I was saying things and what was coming th- through my channel and saying things were so like, oh my gosh. And at that point, they needed to come through me, but also on sort of the back end that I was feeling in my being. And when I say feeling in my being, it was coming from my mind, but affecting my body, my vessel. I was feeling it there that I was doing something potentially wrong, something potentially unlawful, something potentially illegal, something that could potentially cost me my freedom. That is a deep, deep concept I have journeyed in in the past several years. And it's all because of the prison of my mind. It took me on such a deep journey to understand where I was actually living, which was my mind, not my body, despite my mind having control over my body. And that led me, based on a belief system, based on an energetic, emotional connection to that belief system for my my life, my existence in this lifetime. And connected to my existence in this lifetime is 
that same similar belief system pattern of energetics and emotions from previous lifetimes. And while the experiences of the lifetimes are slightly different, the concepts are the same. The results are always the same. And with that is the the beliefs, the experiences, the energetic connection of the feminine that has been for centuries. And you, if you know this already, maybe you don't, but there are some very, very deep rabbit holes you could venture down on your own to find that truth that resonates with you. Because I will tell you, not the ultimate truth, because what I believe to be true, what you believe to be true, what another being believes to be true, can all vary. There may be commonalities to it, but it can all vary based on our unique beingness, our unique connection, our unique lens of how we're viewing that truth. And that goes back to what I just said about our belief system, our emotional energetic connection to that belief system, and our which creates our lived experience. So truth is relative to you. What what you may need to go unravel and search for for yourself. And that really starts within and then it connects you to things without that you need to see, read, experience any 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 of all of that that's in the tangible the tangible world. And I've taken deep journeys in that myself. I have. Because so many things didn't make sense to me. And the more I questioned life itself, question the universe, question my own experience, I was left with more questions. I was left with more bewilderment, more confusion, more more disconnect, quite honestly, because things didn't add up anymore for me. Because when you start questioning, you start becoming conscious. You start having awareness. And that starts opening up a lot of rabbit holes, a lot of rabbit holes. And that's where you could feel a little overwhelmed. But that overwhelm is such a powerful overwhelm because it is a relentless overwhelm that has led me to sacred truths that have stood the test of human time. And I've gotten to go down those rabbit holes and discover them in my own way that makes sense to me and really gave me a breath of life to breathe from for for a long time now as I've connected deeper to my own breath with my own connection of my own divinity to breathe me in this life. And that was, shall we say, life-saving as well as life-affirming for me. Because when you are surrounded by everything that doesn't make sense for you, you start to question and it's a natural part of 
the human part of us and our mind, we start to question what is wrong with us? Because you could look around and you may have had this experience. Everybody else's status quo, everything seems to be, well, working out, maybe not working out, but it's working for them and it's flowing for them in some way, shape or form that feeds them, nurtures them, keeps them quote unquote safe, whatever it is for that, for those beings. And for those of us, and I suspect you are one of those, if you're listening to this podcast, and that is, that is why I started this podcast to be able to share what is coming through me on my journey. Because let's just say I feel as though it's not really being talked about. It's not. It's not being shared. Only the pretty, pretty, glossy results, perhaps, that are acceptable in the world are being shown. Like these are the results of my discovery. These are the results of my journey. These are the results of how I know this kind of thing. And it's, it's packaged up with, you know, prettiness and glossiness and says the right things. And it's almost like it makes you want to throw up. At least it makes me want to throw up at this point because it's all sameness. It's all sameness on some level. And while we are all connected through love, we are all unique in our own expression. And that is not something that you really clearly see in the world. And you can really clearly not see that if you just take a two second scroll on social media. Everything is just, it's like a wash of like sameness. It is. And I can see where the collective is floating, is swimming, is swamping, is quite honestly the word that comes to mind to me. And that, and that really shows me why social media itself has never resonated with me. I have had challenges trying to understand it as a divine being in a human body. I'm like, what the fuck is this concept? It's all the sameness. Everybody's yelling at me and everybody's saying, look at me, look at me, look at me. It's a lot of unhealedness seeking something through external validation. And it's why I've, you know, I've tiptoed in, I've tiptoed out and it's been this, this game for me that I don't want to play and I haven't played it. Hence why I have a podcast because that's what resonates with me. I want to have deep connection and my being just does not resonate with social media and being deep in any way, except deep in the other end of the spectrum, perhaps, but it's not really deep in the connection of love. And so I resonate with voice and the frequency of voice. And that is the frequency of my soul that is speaking to your soul right now. Even if part of you is like, what is she talking about? Why 
did I stumble upon this podcast? Why am I listening to this? I could be doing blah, 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 blah. This is a waste of my time. There's a reason why you're here. There's a reason why. And I have truly have believed that from the very beginning when I started this podcast, that those who are divinely meant to hear this will be hearing it. And they'll be hearing exactly what nugget they need in that exact moment. And that this podcast is a body of timeless, sacred work of mine that will be sought after centuries down the road, just the same way I found myself seeking truth and sacred timelessness from 3,000 years ago, 5,000 years ago. It's the same kind of concept for me. And it's been shown to me through my own journey a few times now in the beauty of what it is that I'm creating. And that gets me back to the concept that I was talking about is the prison of the mind. Because anytime you go to express yourself in a new way, the mind has an absolute freak out, freak out, and decides it is rerouting you, it is locking you down, it is it is bringing you right back to the course you were meant to live, the course you were meant to walk, and that's it. There is no other way. And that is what I have deeply walked through in my darkness. And I've gotten to understand that I was imprisoned in my mind through my body, through my body. That is why I wholeheartedly believe through my experience that divinity, God, source, your connection is through your body. It's through your body. It's feeling. It's not an intellectualized thought process, understanding of the mind concept. Not at all. It's not. It's a feeling thing. It is an intuition thing. It is a feeling felt sense nature thing. And that is especially true if you are a feminine being in a feminine body. That is very true. And that is what has been deemed since the very early concepts of humanity. It has been deemed somehow there was a point in human history where it was deemed absolutely wrong for the feminine to have her power, to be in power, to be an expression of her power, to create what she creates, which are literally no thing from no thing to everything. Because that is how we've all been created. And so it was deemed very, 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 very unsafe because guess what? Human man didn't understand it. 
didn't understand it. And that has me still questioning even that far back in human history that we were even all that disconnected that far back that human men didn't have the divine connection of the feminine within them. They weren't connected within to understand the feminine. Because if they were, what feminine beings in feminine bodies have experienced over the course of human history would never have happened because the divine masculine would have never allowed it to happen. Our divine protection would have been there. And we would have been held and we would have been loved through our divine connection. It wouldn't be this whole just humanization versus divinity. And that's what's happened over the course of centuries is divinity was just deemed dangerous in some way unsafe in some way so we have to somehow categorize this thing and tell people what it really is and teach them what it really is through certain 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 people teaching it and that's it we can't allow them to know that they can have their own connection regardless of another being regardless of education regardless of economic background regardless of family upbringing regardless of anything external in the world you can have your divine connection you can it's yours it's your birthright and we're at this point in human history that humanity has the potential to self-implode. Self-implode. Literally go extinct. Because we have taken out divinity. We've taken out divine connection. We've demonized the feminine. We've devalued the feminine in, in her beingness, her way of being, her way of operating, her energy, her power, everything. We've devalued it. It's not, it's, not a, it's not in this world. It's not. The world is operated off of toxic masculine energy for our quote-unquote safety. Quote-unquote safety. And you can roll your eyes and have fun with that one to see all of those ways. And so... The feminine has tried dearly to figure out how to live in this system that basically says you're worthless, you're not valued, we don't want you, but you're here and somehow you keep coming. Like women are born, girls are born every day around the world like we keep coming 
But yet the world doesn't know what to do with us. The world took away our space to be in this world for our quote unquote safety because our power is too, too strong. It's too strong for human man. It's too strong because they don't understand it. They don't understand where their divinity is within this and how it's connected to one. And it's not that feminine beings are more powerful than male beings. Not at all. Each being is infinitely powerful. But when we have lost the concept of our connection, our divinity, knowing it, being it, living it, and our society devalues any kind of spiritual connection as value for anything, then what are we left with? We're left with the humanness of us. We're left with the ego mind. We're left with the identity of our ego. That's what we're left with. And over time, look where we are. Look where we are. We are more disconnected than ever. And we have the easiest, most accessible ways to physically connect in this world now. Thanks to technology. Thanks to the internet. Thanks to the interwebs. Thanks to social media. But yet... How do we use technology? We use it to divide ourselves. We use it to divide ourselves. So our connection is not in our innate source. It's not. It's not in love. It's not in God. It's not. It's not. Even if you have an illusionary perspective of that it is, it's not. As far as I say collective. I'm not saying the whole collective is not. I'm saying, you know, as a collective itself, it's not. But I do, I do know that there are beings that are, there are, there are, they're, they're, they're there. They are there. However, given the fact that We are a collective. We are connected through love. It's almost like the concept of whoever screams the loudest gets the attention. And that is how our world works. That's how our world works. And so love doesn't doesn't scream. Love doesn't do that. Fear does that. Fear very much does that. Fear is very, 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 very loud. And that is what the world is right now. It's very loud, like deafening loud. Even when you disconnect as you, as much as you possibly can being a divine being in a human body on planet Earth right now. I've tried. I've tried. 
<laughs> I really have tried. And yet, the collective still has a way of being felt by me. It still has a way. It still has a way of sending some energy through that just needs to get processed through me for the collective. And that seems to be part of my my role, my gift of, of being on this planet. So I'm happy to do that. I'm happy to have that as part of my work, my process, because I'm a being that is on that journey. And so I'm open to a certain extent. And it's, it's always as what is aligned. It's, it's, it's like the energy that is aligned with something within me that needs to be processed. It's not just random energy from the collective or anything. No, it's not that. I'm not talking about that. But it's usually connected with something within me that I've taken on as the collective or I've believed or it's, it's been it's been in me and I was unaware of it kind of thing. And then also the concept of, you know, the feminine as well is is huge for me. What that has been the driving force of my work is the processing of all of the my lifetimes with the feminine and my relationship to that and what the divine Christ Sophia wants right now in this world and what is so dearly missing in this world which which is why my mind was a prison for me to keep me quote unquote safe it was a prison because it was keeping me safe from my own divinity my own connection my own divine christ feminine christ mind that's what it was keeping me from it was keeping me from my own unity between the divine feminine and the divine masculine because here's the thing even as a feminine being in a feminine body i was running toxic masculine even though i did you know i feminine things in life you know that kind of thing but that's not the same that's not the same as being feminine it's not not at all like the concepts that we're taught of what it means to be a woman or what it means to be a girl and what it means to be feminine blah 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 are all external ways of identifying and so yes i enjoy a good manicure a good pedicure yes of course i enjoy that that type of self-care but it's not this thing I need by any means. It's not. And so I realized I was doing all these things to, you know, make myself feel better. Because guess what? I was in prison in my mind. It was in prison. So all these things made me feel better. And that's what the world tries to feed you all the time is all these things to make you feel better so that you don't realize you are trapped in your own mind. You, your 
existence has somehow managed to trap you. Maybe the whole mind, somewhere in your mind, there, there, you are trapped in some, some way, some way. And you can easily see it in, in your life, in, you know, in, for me, it was and, and is the transformation of my, my whole life. That's what it is. And for some others, it may be an area of your life that is really not in alignment with the rest of your truth. It, it's, it all varies based on our unique lived experience and our own unique divinity. It, it completely is, is unique in that. Mine has been a whole overhaul of my life, a full transformation. And that is what transformation is at its heart, is literal transformation. It's just, just like a butterfly. How a butterfly becomes a butterfly. Literally, it was a caterpillar first, and then it became a butterfly. It literally was two different living beings, two different structures. And that's what transformation is. And because transformation is that way and requires deep devotion and requires the depth of of work to a certain extent of work and and beingness and surrender to the divine surrender to god surrender to your source that it is meant to completely change your life in a way that you don't even remember who you used to be anymore it's gone because all of those energetic connections are gone they're gone you're not living from energetic connections of of the past in the present now and then into the future you're living now literally now in absolute creation and that's where the mind gets a little tripped up because the mind doesn't understand that. The mind is powerful. It is very, very powerful. But it's very powerful at creating what was. What was safe. What was proven to you in some way. It's very good at creating safe. And that's where the prison is that so many beings do not realize. And there is the the external blame game of external things you want to blame why your life isn't the way you want it to be. Because that keeps you safe if you're externally blaming areas of your life or your whole life on someone else, something else external, well, then you never have to actually look at your own self, your own behaviors, your own patterns, your own thoughts, your own beliefs. You know, you don't have to, your own emotions. You don't have to. You're living on autopilot. You're living unconscious. And so the prison of the mind is truly that journey through the darkness. It's unraveling 
yourself. It's unraveling your truth, unraveling your divine connection. And that's where, you know, they've said and, you know, it's been proven in science that we only use a very small portion of our brain, of our actual brain power. We only do. And so there's a lot of areas of your brain that are not online, haven't been tapped into yet, haven't been explored. So there's hope. There's hope. I want to give you the fact that there's hope. (laughs) There's hope if you keep thinking the same thoughts. There's hope if you keep creating the same experiences in your life. There's hope for you because your mind can shift. Your mind can change. It can. It truly can because everything is energy and your mind is energy. It is. Your mind is energy. So it's just a matter of connecting to a new energetic source And when that energetic source is your divinity and whatever that divinity, you know, means to you, God, source, love, wholeness, oneness, unity, whatever that may be, it can be anything. It's yours. When it's connected to that source of truth for you, then it's just like upgrading your computer all of a sudden, it looks all different when you log in and you get a little confused at first because maybe they moved around some icons or something like that, but everything looks different. It's all new. It's all different. And that's exactly what it is. And we were just never taught that there is a devotional practice of literally growing and evolving evolutionary there is and we were just never taught or told or shown that that is actually required in this human experience on earth because if we're not growing we're not evolving then we're dying literally we're dying we are and we're and with that dying we're settling for such a miserable death experience of living life through a, you know a prison lens of our of our mind of what what feels safe because here's the here's the thing what feels safe depending on that perspective you're looking through could be a very very false sense of safety and that's a bit of big theme in my journey is what is truly inherent safety and what is absolute illusionary safety. And I very much have created a lot of illusionary safety in my life that has not made my life actually safe. It did not make my life actually safe. That's, that's the truth of the illusion. And that for me was the result of living through my mind, from my mind, literally being connected, being disconnected, separated from love, 
from my source, from divinity, and never having any conscious idea until I started questioning my life. Because we're taught from such a young age to, as children, we, we, we model and we follow the, the adults, the parents, the caretakers in our lives to learn, quote unquote, what is right, what is quote unquote wrong, what is quote unquote good, what is quote unquote bad, and how to actually live, like the basic human functions of life, like how to actually live. And the goal always is like, staying alive so that out trumps all the all the aspirational growth and dreams and everything else survival is is first and foremost because if you're not alive here on earth like really physically breathing alive here on earth you can't grow here on earth you can't evolve here on earth so you got to have the foundation in place first and unfortunately, human history has just kept us stuck in survival, which I can't say has built a sturdy foundation for me to stand on necessarily. It, it hasn't built that real firm foundation. It hasn't. I had to dismantle it in a lot of ways, and I had to really build a new foundation for myself based on my values, my beliefs, my energetic connection with God, with source, with love, with receiving love, receiving through love versus receiving through my job or receiving through other beings or receiving through any other myriad of, of ways. It's through love. And that is a concept that is not readily shared in this world that we live in. We are all taught that external things give us the things that we need. And that's not true. Our internal connection actually provides for us the things, the experiences that we need here on earth. The intangible connection actually creates the tangible here on earth. It does. Not the tangible creates the tangible. No, it's not like that. Because ultimately, when we're chasing all those tangible things, it's not, it's giving us like momentary highs of the mind, of course. Momentary highs of the mind of achievements of success of oh i've made it or oh i'm safe or oh that feels really good but guess what they're very very short lived and then you're chasing onto the next one that's going to give you that next that next high that next achievement that next feeling safe and you're constantly 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 chasing it and you meanwhile you've accumulated in your physical surrounding a whole bunch of things that are carrying energy of that chasing for that connection that you're looking for. When that connection that you're truly looking for is literally connecting the divinity within your body, connecting your soul to your body, connecting to love through your soul, through your divinity. 
it is real. Love is real. Not the human concept of love that we've all experienced in different ways, even as good as it feels, there is a deeper, truer, pure level of love that can be experienced through your body, through your divine connection to source. I promise you it's there and it isn't anything you have experienced before unless unless you have had interesting divine experiences with the divine with angels people who are literally living embodiments of the divine which they do exist here on earth they do so perhaps you have felt that but have you felt it in your own body that is what changes your your life changes your experience of being here on earth because what is the point of being here on earth if you're living in a prison with a false sense of safety and a false sense of freedom what is the point just like the question that got posed to me the other day what is the point of money if you can't be be feeling be connected be fully expressed in your divine connection with source what's the point because guess what you're attached to money in very illusionary ways and that is the reason why money may be a struggle for you in different ways and that connection only causes one result based on your belief system based on your energetic emotional connection which drives your your behavior so It means you're in the way you look at money, the way you feel about money, the way you use money, the way you create with money, the way you spend money, the way you invest with money, the way money circulates through your world is probably in some level unconscious. And that's the thing. Money loves feeling. Money loves connection. So money loves consciousness. Money wants you feeling. Money wants you connected to your true source. Money wants that for you. Otherwise, money is this just this collected unconscious energetic form that's circulating in your life and it's probably potentially bringing a lot of things into your life that you don't want and maybe withholding things that you absolutely do want or need in your life it's because of the connection the energetic connection of where money is in your life and that's a deep concept, a deep, deep concept that I, for one, never, 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 never had any idea was wanting to come through me 
to express and wanting me connected in this way to experience love and experience money through the source of love, through my divinity. It's a whole new way. And it's a very, very divine feminine way that allows us to connect to our own innate power regardless of the external, regardless of it. And that is the true returning to the power of our source within our divine creator that we are. And we're at that point in human history where we can't keep going the way we've been going because we're going to break. We're going to break. And you can see the evidence of that all over societies. You can. The depression rates are the highest they've ever been. Suicide rates are the highest they've ever been. Anxiety is basically a norm a norm in a conversation now depending on you know who you're talking with but it's a norm in a collective conversation and you can just see the breakdown and if you speak with any feminine being in a feminine body they feel it they know it because the pressure has been on the feminine for so long now to be to be everything for everybody and be the catch-all for everything and still make everything still turn and move and be in this world and it's not working with with the connection anymore it's not because the connection isn't there it hasn't been there it was taken from us but yet we're still expected to literally birth life into this world care for that life in this world raise that life in this world and also support that life in this world and where in there is our being where in there is our being while we're busy doing all of that where is our being where is that most feminine beings are not even in their bodies they're not they're numbed out they're on autopilot because that is the only way they can survive and i know that in my own lived experience because i was my version of that and hence why the universe the divine started to have me question started to have and the reason why i started to question was because things didn't add up in my life and that's where the cracks started coming in my life to transform my life and it's been a very deep deep devotional journey that has taught me what devotion truly is and how to create through feeling my connection of love, feeling my divinity, and literally being my divinity. And how that energy is my creation, is what I create with.
whole different concept than how I was raised. And that's why I have experienced so much anger, so much rage, which of course is not talked about in the world and especially not talked about feminine anger and rage, which there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of feminine anger and rage. And then there's a whole lot of shame for having it. It's not talked about and it certainly is not being expressed because it's not safe to express that. But it is. It is in the right spaces that are safe for you, those spaces, where you're held in love. Those are the spaces. And they do exist. They do. And you can have support with that. You can have support unpacking all of that. There are very incredible practices, modalities that help move anger, help move the rage in a very constructive, creative way that allows it to be your fuel for your transformation. And that has been the underlying current of energy that has fueled my transformation. And it's a really beautiful concept of how love has such a spectrum of feeling and emotions and love rages when it's not connected. It rages. It does. It rages. It's just like, you know, a child who doesn't get what they need, attention, their basic needs meant or something like that. They get, they, you know, they, they use their way of communicating that gets usually louder in some ways, but it gets to be more on some level, more, whether it's more of a tantrum, tantrum of expression, it's just more. And that's what love does to call attention in our lives to what is needing attention and literally what is the absolute answer to the challenges in your life. And that is love. And that is the connection to your divine source, which is pure love. That is the answer to every challenge in your life. It is. And that also is the greatest resistance in your life because of your own mind. Because your mind... Your mind stores the patterns, the beliefs, and how things have felt in your experiences. It has a Rolodex of it. And it also, guess what? The body has the traumas of your life, whatever they are. Your life experience is told in your body. It's told in your body. And the more that it's stored in your body over time, the more the mind ratches up safety for you to keep you safe because of what the body has in it. And and over time, all that stored, 
emotions that haven't been processed, experiences that haven't been processed, trauma of various levels and degrees, it causes dysfunction in your body and your mind just ratches up more and more keeping you safe because of that dysfunction and then really controlling your body in just a way to survive, a way to keep you alive. And that is that is a really great defense mechanism till there is a time in your life where it is inherently safe for you to unpack all that. And I know that from my experience that very much my numbness, my disconnected, my shell way of living was to keep me alive so that I could take the transformational journey and the connection to love and the connection to my divine source, basically take my journey back home and connect my soul to my body. But it had to be that, that, that timing in life. Now, I'm not trying to say it has to be perfect timing, because trust me, it wasn't perfect timing on any of it. <laughs> Spirit has a way of throwing a bomb in your life and saying, you're welcome. Yes, spirit very much is, is messy. It is very unapologetic for how it is messing up your, your life and at maybe the time it's messing up your life because in another time you'll be like, thank you so much. I'm so grateful. <laughs> really, honestly. Um, spirit is not disguised necessarily in the perfectness, the pretty packaging, the totally aligned experiences in the way we think the experiences should be aligned for our benefit. No, because that's usually means it's our mind trying to keep us safe. So no, it's usually definitely a defined time in your birth chart that has the destruction of different things in your life so that you can actually receive what it is you're here to receive and be who you're supposed to be in life. And there's all those nudges, you know, spirit won't stop. It won't. But it's a matter of if you're receptive and you don't have to be. I was numb and disconnected living as a shell of myself, and I still received the nudges. Spirit has a beautiful way of connecting with you, even when you are not connected at all, even when you are unconscious, even when you're sleeping. Spirit has a way of connecting with you so that you are looking at something different or questioning something or something does pop up in your physical world that literally delivers a message to you that is possible so you are not your mind i really want to emphasize that after having this chat that's just come through me you're not your mind you're not you're not because your mind is a collected collected source of your life as you've lived it, experiences, and your past lives, 
as well. So it very much takes on learned behaviors. It very much takes on what it sees. It tends to want to believe sometimes. It very much takes on what sort of the collective may be doing kind of thing. It really does that because it's that innate primal way of being that keeps you alive. Because if you are not, you know, in the tribe, so to speak, then you're outside the tribe and you could die. That very much is wired in our mind. And that's why that is what the mind's trying to do on a very unconscious level all the time is keep us keep us alive keep us keep us connected to the tribe and sometimes we're connected to the wrong tribe we just are and we can unconnect we can disconnect to reconnect we can and we can still survive we can still live we can the mind doesn't quite believe that but it's possible it's totally possible and so it puts a lot of limits on us it puts a lot of limits on showing you who you truly are and what you're truly capable of because there isn't anything that you're not capable of there isn't because you're infinite and you're powerful you're a divine being in the form of a human body you are and i know for myself that's sometimes a very confusing experience and maybe that is for you where you're at now as well and i want to reassure you you're not alone in that you're not. You're not. The world has a way of poo-pooing on creativity, on art, on all things that resonate as feminine energy and from the concept of feminine power has a real way of poo-pooing on all of that and making it all very challenging and making it all have us question ourselves and our own being and our own power and everything to the point of we don't even know who we are anymore. We don't. We honestly don't. And if we don't know who we are, I can pretty much bet that the masculine beings as well have suffered to the fact that they don't know truly who they are either. So we're on this journey to learn who we truly are now. We are. We're at that point in human history. We are. And the human technology, the divine technology that runs through a human body will always, always be greater and far more infinite and far more powerful than the actual technology that humans create. So remember, you are powerful, regardless of what the outside world is showing you, telling you, modeling for you. And you have the power to disconnect from sources that just aren't aligned with you. You do. You do. And that is how you gain your connection to your source is by disconnecting from other sources. You can't ha be connected to illusionary sources and be connected fully to your divine source. You can't. 
it literally requires a full disconnection from the separation, from the illusion, and that way of existing, that way of living, which really, truly is a way of living that is very, very acceptable in our world. And it's not a true way of, of living. It's not. It's an illusionary way of living, quote-unquote, safely. So understand that you are powerful. You are powerful beyond your mind. And it may take, like it took for me, it may take going through your body to connect your mind to love, to connect your mind to divinity, to shift your mind, to shift the channels of your mind, the neurons of your mind, everything. And it's totally changeable. Totally is. It really, truly is. It, it just takes being connected to your pure divine source. And that changes everything. It truly does. Because then you see things differently. You believe things differently that are based on your innate truth. And then you feel things based on your innate truth. And then you create things based on your innate truth. It's a pretty incredible, adventurous way of living that makes me smile as I'm talking about it. And so may you, may you connect to your divinity within, your divine spirit within the true love that you are and allow it to transform your life because there is no better way of living than living through love. Much love to you. It is my deepest desire that you are receiving exactly what it is that you need to receive in this episode. If you are looking to have deeper connection, please connect with me at the divine spirit within on telegram messenger and if you would like more community more support that way in any way you can also join the telegram community at the divine spirit within all on telegram i look forward to connecting with you deeper and if you really really resonated with this episode please please leave a review from the deepest part of your heart, your soul, your divinity that you connected with to help others on this journey. That is how we all navigate along the way. Much love to you.